Welcome to the Happy Business Show featuring Therese Skelly of HappyInBusiness.com. Listen in as we pull back the curtain and share real-world stories of successful business owners just like you. You'll love the truth, honesty, and inspiration revealed in each episode. And now, Therese Skelly. Hello, hello. This is Therese, and this is another episode of the Happy Business Show. I have a little smidge of cold, so I'm not trying to put the sexy voice on today, but I got a little gravelly voice, so anyway, but I wanted to record this episode because I think this is going to be one that is going to be clarifying for you. You know, I want to talk about the concept of visibility. So my title today is, Are You Being Visible or Are You Being Seen? Ooh, very different things potentially. So let's talk about visibility. Visibility is what you have to have. Every business needs to be found. Every business needs to have people coming to their website. You've got to have people coming to say, hey, how can I work with you? Or, oh, I want to learn more about you. That's the goal of visibility. Visibility is getting out there, being visible, being seen. You don't want to have the like, oh, she's the best kept secret on the block. You don't want to have that. You don't want to have the like, I'm the rock star sitting in the audience. No, 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 no. We want you visible enough so your people can say, oh, she's the one. Oh, my God. Or he's the guy I got to go to. You know, especially if you sell yourself as a service, people need to relate to you. I think in the old days, it was enough to say, here's my credentials. Oh, my gosh. Like when I first started 10 years ago, if somebody had a website, wow. And then if they had a newsletter, oh, good God. Like seriously, it would be like, really? You have a newsletter? Like that was that was a big deal. Well, today with the glut of social media, with the glut of marketing messages, it's so much harder to kind of rise above the fray of what I call the sea of sameness. And so it's not enough just to put a post out every day with a link or a graphic or something like that. You have to be seen. So my distinction is you can be being visible, but are you being seen? And I'm just going to keep hammering that because I really want you to get this. Have you ever looked at somebody's social media and thought, all you're doing is selling? Ick. Like you, you only post when you want to sell me something. Ick. Or have you looked at their website or their, their marketing materials and go, I've, I've, okay, I, I see the words, but I don't really get you. Or you might have looked at, you know, maybe they're saying something at a networking meeting and I say, well, that's interesting because last month I thought you were talking about that. I'm not really following. See, that's what happens. And so, you can think you're being visible. You can say, hey, I put a blog out every week and I send newsletters and I'm tweeting and pinning and posting and all the things we have to do today. I show up in a networking group every week. Yeah, you're being visible. But if you are not letting people see you, it's not going to land. It's kind of like throwing spaghetti against the wall or, you know, I had a mentor that used to call it spray and pray marketing. You know, you just spray a bunch of stuff out and pray it works. The goal is to be so clear in your message, in your position, in your voice, in your likes, in your dislikes, in your quirkiness, that people go, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, that's her. That's that's who she is. That's That's what he's talking about. 
So it's not enough just to say, okay, here's my visibility calendar. Here's my content. Boom, 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 boom. This is why if people say, well, I'll just have somebody write my blog articles or I'll have somebody do, I'm like, ah, but it's got to be in your voice. There's a lot of companies. I've done marketing for chiropractors and I've done marketing for acupuncturists and and they actually have companies that come in and deliver content like, here, buy this crazy thousands of dollars packages and we'll do all your marketing. And that looks really sexy to a busy doctor, but really it's so generic. It's it's just, it, I, it's, to me, it's almost worse. Because if you go on a website and you've got 5,000 articles on XYZ, but I don't know a thing about you, I'm sorry, I'm not interested now. So... There's a trap. It's really easy to say, no, I'm being visible. I'm being visible. Look, look at all my activities. Look what I'm doing. And I'm just going to ask you, how much are you really being seen? Now, let me talk about what I mean by that. Being seen to me means, are you being real? Do I know who you are beyond, oh, he is a web designer or she's a health coach? Do I know what you're feeling about things? Do I know a little smidge of your life? Do I know your position on things. And I'm not saying you have to be out there espousing your political views. And personally, I don't put my political views on Facebook much. I don't, I don't, I don't do that because that just, that is the road to hell. <laughs> like no good thing can come when you start talking politics on Facebook because woof, the stuff blows up. So that's a personal preference for me. But I put my spiritual beliefs out there. I put my personal shares, I put my vulnerability out there, I put my being real out there. And so I work really hard at being seen, but when I first started, I was scared as hell. I remember the first time I used the word God in an email. Actually, it was a newsletter. And I wrote this post, and I think I said the word God or the word pray, and I was like, oh, my gosh. Oh, what are they going to think? I agonized, and I remember, like, I was so slow to hit the send button because it was like, they're going to just think I'm a weirdo. And that's what it's always like when you very first start. It's kind of scary. It's scary. So part of why you're not being seen is because of just that. It's a little scary to be that visible. There are haters out there. There are crazy people that might take pot shots or might judge you. And, oh, gosh, you know, Mama T, I'm going to start talking about shame, right? There's in all of us. Something in the inside that says, but what if they don't like you? What if you're rejected? What if they, what if they discover like you're crazy or a fraud or, 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 or? So between not knowing how to do it, not being comfortable doing it, and then maybe having just a wee smidge of little shame underneath going, don't do that. It's not safe. It's very hard to be seen. It's an evolution. What I find is when you first start, there's a level of, okay, I'll show this much. Then you get a little comfortable and you're like, all right, I can show a little bit more. That's how it goes. So you're not going to like go from zero to 60 in three minutes flat, right? It's going to be a process where you decide I'm going to be a little bit more vulnerable, a little more real, share a little bit more, and then then you kind of find your voice. Now, some of you are going, oh, this is crazy. I don't want to do that. Ugh, I hate that. Like, who cares? If I took my kids to California for the weekend or, like, why in the world would I put, you know, what I had for dinner on Facebook? Who cares? I hear you. And you're right. Who does care? But guess what? People really do care. <laughs> they really do. They do care. Shockingly. Now, 
I'm also in the business of working with service providers, with conscious business owners, with heart-centered business owners. A lot of women are my clients. And so what I know of women buyers is that they're generally more relational. It's not all about, I don't care who it is, I just want the best price. Obviously, price comes into play and credibility comes into play. More relatability comes into play. Write that down. Relatability is a huge factor. The more someone thinks they can relate to you, the more they see your humanity, the more they see your genuine side and not your just polished up, you know, professionally photographed marketing spin, the more people can say, wow, I could trust that person. So there is an overarching why. I don't, I'm not just trying to make you just like, (laughs) just hang it all out there. I'm not doing that. But it's, are you relatable enough? Are people seeing your humanity enough that they say, I could trust that person? That person is not going to judge me. That person could, they've made the journey that I need to make. They're on the other side of this. You know, I think they would understand. And I, I've, shared this, I've shared this before that when I went through a bankruptcy, I had so much shame. I was like, God dang it, I'm a business coach and I messed this money stuff up. And it wasn't all me. It was the economy. But it was me. I ultimately have fake responsibility and I messed it up. Who in the world is going to hire a business coach that freaking went bankrupt? Like I had so much shame around that. And there might be some validity. Like, like would you hire a business coach that went bankrupt? I don't know. But I had so much a sense of what is wrong with me? Nobody's going to hire me. I I don't know that I want to be talking about that. But I had the most amazing gift when I was at a retreat and I shared that fear. So with a small group of women, I shared the fear. Who's going to hire me? I have this thing in my history that makes me not the top pick for most people as a business coach. And one woman said, actually, it's the opposite. I would hire you because I would know that you would have compassion and I would know that you wouldn't judge me and I would know that you're on the other side of that and you've learned a lot. Actually, that would make you more desirable. And so you see, the things we think we want to hold back, the things we think we're like, oh my gosh, what would people think? I could never tell them. Oh my God. Those oftentimes are the things that they would say, because you shared that one thing, my choice was clear. Okay. To be thinking about how safe does it feel? How comfortable does it feel? Now I want to tell you, some people are not at all comfortable. Some people, like, we just battle. I just have clients and they're like, you know what? Shut up. I'm just not doing it. And I'm like, yeah, okay. I'm never going to put you in a blueprint. And we find ways, right? We find ways. Um, I was talking to one woman. She actually interviewed me and she was, she doesn't even have her picture on Facebook. She's like, you will get nothing from me. I was talking, I was being interviewed on, putting your person out in your marketing. And I'm like, no, dude, you've got to have it. She's like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. But she was talking about her cats. And I said, okay, okay, share about your cats. It doesn't even matter. It doesn't even have to be you. You can share that you're the crazy cat lady. You can share that you don't want to put your picture on social media. It doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be a vulnerable thing, but it has to be a shared thing. You can share that you you hate coaches that tell you to put your picture on social media, and I'm sure like a hundred people will be like, "Yeah, me too." You see what I mean? So it doesn't have to be a deep, dark, vulnerable secret. It just has to be an aspect of you 
that you're sharing or aspects of you so people get a sense of your vibe. They get a sense of your voice. Okay. So lots of times, um, remember I said, if you're a private person, if you're an introvert, if you don't feel safe, there's a lot of people when social media started, they were like, I just talked to a woman today. She said, I'm not willing to put pictures of my children, um, but that's fine. Totally fine. You don't have to hang it all out, but you got to start somewhere. So here's, here's the how to do it. Okay. I want you to make the distinction. Number one, am I being visible? And you might want to say, what's the goal of being visible? Well, duh, beyond, beyond growing your business and getting more money, it's really helping the right people. You know, I tell my clients that sometimes helps them transcend their fears is this. There is somebody out there praying for you. I think I say this a lot, so you might have heard this before. But just know that for somebody, you not Tony Robbins, not me, not Oprah, not, you know, so-and-so, so-and-so. We're not their solution. You are their solution. But the gremlins in your head are going to tell you stories like, no, I, nobody wants to know that. I'm not enough. It's already been done before, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to be talking more about shame in the future because it's so prevalent and it affects you so much. You don't even know how much it affects most people. But you have to understand if you can't do it for you, can you do it for the tribe of people that you are here to serve? Because I believe that very often our business is like our ministry. It's our mission. We are gifted with something that we are here to give. We have a tribe of people that we said, you know what? I will learn this. I'll go through this. I will be the one that can help you. Because for me, I've overcome it. Usually it's an, I've overcome something. That's very often. Um, people have struggled with something, they figure out the solution, then they're on the other side, and so they say, you know what, Whew, let me help you so you don't have to go through that. You have a tribe of people that are praying for you. How dare you play small? Think about that. Think about if you had a huge need and there was some person on the other side of the city that is the solution, could totally help you, but they're sitting in their house saying, oh, but I'm afraid to let people know. It's not right. It's just not right. And and I'm not saying this with judgment. I'm saying this with if you can transcend yourself and say, okay, am I willing to do it for them? Like lots of times as moms, we do stuff for our kids. It's like, oh, God dang it. Okay, I didn't get to sleep. But it was for my kids. It was fine. Or I had to I had to drive all across town. It's for the kids. It's fine. We do things for our kids or for our family or for other people that we wouldn't do for ourselves sometimes. So if that's what you need, if you need to like do it for your tribe, then do it for your tribe. Okay, so the first thing is you decide. You decide, I am going to distinguish, am I just being visible or am I being seen? And I'm going to add, obviously, if you're not being visible, you've got to get out there, but I'm going to make sure I'm being seen. And being seen is what is your point of view? What is your personality? What do you love? What do you hate? What do you desire? What can you brag about? What's your brilliance? What do you know? That's being seen. To decide, I am willing to be seen. Number two, you stage it. And what I mean by that is you're you're not gonna just again, you're not gonna jump out and go, Oh my god, I had the best sex last night. Oh okay, maybe you could, and maybe that's your deal. <laughs> and if you did, good for you, right on. My point though is most people probably would not go from zero to sixty. You know, most people would be like, um, you know, they, they would hesitate a little bit in, in their being seen. So 
I can't believe I just said that about sex, but whatever. That's me being seen, okay? That's that's my personality. A little out there. Um, and so you stage it. You start small. You kind of pick a topic that is a little more uncomfortable, but not so uncomfortable that you're, you know, wetting yourself. And or you could talk to a friend or a mentor or me. Talk to somebody that says, you know, what would be a good um, thought track that I could start putting out there? Very often it can be the case of questions. Hey, have you ever felt this? Have, have, has anybody ever been challenged with that? You could share a point of view. You could share a concern. You could share a personal story. You could share a win. You could share a deep desire. So it doesn't have to be black or white. I keep saying it doesn't have to be black or white. I don't want you fighting me on this one. I want you to like, okay, even if it's one post a week where you're a little smidge more vulnerable. Cool. Start there. That's what I mean. Stage it. Start small. That's the third point. Start small. Decide. You're never going to grow into, boom, in a, in a week. It's going to be, okay, I'm just going to start one post a week or um, one article in a newsletter that I'm going to be a little bit more revealing. I'm just going to start letting myself known. I'll be known a little bit more. Number four. So we've got decide. We've got stage it. We've got start small. Number four is, you ready? Have thick skin. Two things are going to happen. One, nothing. (laughs) Three things are going to happen. One, nothing may happen. Sometimes people are like, oh, my gosh, I'm putting this stuff out, and there's no response. Well, of course, because you've trained people not to respond to you. And it's okay. It's going to take a while. There are there are ways to get engagement. I ask questions in my coaching group. I'll say, okay, tell me, uh, if it wasn't for fear, what would you do? And I'm going to call on so-and-so, so-and-so, so-and-so. Start the conversation. I call on people. You might not want to do that, but that's a, that's an example. Just Just start talking about it. Yesterday I did a kind of a networking post and I said in my client group and I said, what's the weirdest job you've ever had? I'll start. Here's mine. So this is an example. Small, easy. Now, nobody went and said, you did what? They were they actually kind of were delighted. They thought it was funny that I used to be a prison guard. They loved that share. Um, and it's me being me, right? But sometimes I've put stuff out there and I've gotten people writing back just, just, rah, you know, there are the weird people that think that they get to give an opinion. Sometimes it's on your wall. Sometimes this is a private message. And sometimes you're not going to get lots and lots of love. So, you know, I don't mean to scare you, but there are people out in the social media space that take on and think it's their place to um, give feedback. You just got to blow them off. It's about them. It's about them. And and if it bothers you, it's okay, too, because it, it's, 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 it's a bother. Like, it's not fun to have somebody go, I can't believe you thought that. It doesn't happen often, but just know that the more you're visible, the more you're out there, um, some of us actually celebrate. We're like, woohoo, I got my first hater. Yay, that means I've made it, you know, so refine it. The next one is, again, to do it for your people because people, Somebody is praying for you. I just keep saying that, and I really want you in your soul because we minimize what we have. We minimize. Yesterday I sent kind of a vulnerable email to my list. I was sharing, um, you know, how I am with my mom's death a few months ago that, wowza, I'm surprised that my energy's still not back. And I didn't mean it for anything other than to share, like, hey, if you're going through this too, just FYI, you know, here's some few tips out of it. And I was just astounded at how many people wrote back and said, this was exactly what I needed. Thank you for giving me permission. I didn't, again, I just got the idea to share it. That's a really nice way. 
if inspiration says you should, then just do it. See, I got the idea. There was no marketing ploy. There was no, oh, I'll write this to get that. It was, I just want to share from my heart, um, because sometimes when you're sort of stuck or stalled or stopped or things aren't flowing, here's a few ways out. And it meant so much to me that people said, wow, if you're sharing this, then you give me permission at a, at a whole other level. And so you never, ever know. And that's what I want to wrap this up with. You never know the words you share are not even for you. You might think they're for you. That You might think they're a part of a visibility campaign. But you never know when you hold the key. And, and so literally, this just happened yesterday when I sent the email. And I probably had 20 responses. And some of them were so touching. And many of them were like, you, t- you, you're the answer to my prayer. You gave me exactly what I needed today. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So I want you to transcend yourself and know that we are all in this together. There's a connectedness, and you speaking your voice, you honoring your truth, you sharing what you gotta share is actually for somebody else. Alrighty. So I hope you have enjoyed this podcast. And so here's my request. You know, we're supposed to do calls to actions at the ends of everything. So my request is. Let me know what else you want me to share a podcast on, you know. If you have an idea, if there's a topic that you would love to hear more about, um, obviously if it's in my scope, if it's not my scope, I'll get somebody else to talk about it. But anything you want to hear, any questions that are burning on your heart, any, hey, how do you do this? Or, hey, what's your thoughts on that? Feel free. Either message me or leave a comment. And I just so appreciate it. I get lots of feedback that people are really appreciating the podcast when I do them. And um, I commit to doing more of them. Okay? That's my commitment, to do more of them. And so uh, much love, many blessings, and thanks again for tuning in to the Happy Business Show. Bye now. You've been listening to the Happy Business Show with Therese Skelly. Join us next time and invite your friends to join us at thehappybusinessshow.com. Visit thehappybusinessshow.com and get Therese's five-part video series, Eliminating Money Blocks. Thanks for tuning in.